0: Daniel 4, verses 1 through 18. King Nebuchadnezzar, to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. It has seemed good to me to show the signs and wonders that the Most High God has done for me. How great are his signs, how mighty his wonders! His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. His
1: dominion endures from generation to generation. I Nebuchadnezzar was at ease in my house and prospering in my palace. I saw a dream that made me afraid. As I lay in bed, the fancies and the visions of my head alarmed me. So I made a decree that all the wise men of Babylon should be brought before me that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the enchanters, the Chaldeans, the astrologers came in, and I told them the dream, but they could not make known to me its interpretation. At last, Daniel came in before me, he who is named Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And I told him the dream, saying, O Belteshazzar, And it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Its leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant, and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the heaven lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it.
0: I saw in the visions of my head as I lay in bed, and behold, a watcher, a holy one, came down from heaven. He proclaimed aloud and said thus, chop down the tree and lop off its branches strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit let the beasts flee from under it and the birds from its branches but leave the stump of its roots in the earth bound with a band of iron and bronze amid the tender grass of the field let him be wet with the dew of heaven let his portion be with the beasts in the grass of the earth Let his mind be changed from a man's and let a beast's mind be given to him and let seven periods of time pass over him the sentence is by the decree of the watchers the decision by the word of the holy ones to the end that the living may know that the most high rules the kingdom of men and gives it to who he will and sets over it the lowliest of men this dream i king nebuchadnezzar saw and you, O Belteshazzar, tell me the interpretation, because all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation. But you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you.
1: It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Jerry, welcome to the book of Daniel. You know, God to be here. It's a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Daniel is pretty similar to Revelation which i'm not sure if we've actually mentioned that but it kind of starts off like if you were reading revelation for the first time it starts (coughs) off like pretty uh i mean mystical is not the right word but like very supernatural and uh big and vague but then it actually gets very practical Mm -hmm. um and then like the crazy visions and everything start and then it ends in this beautiful way and similarly daniel starts um you know in this very storybook fashion and it's only going to get more and more abstract from mm-hmm. here, Jerry. So, well, that's one reason why people like they
0: struggle a little bit with Revelation. Like, is it apocalyptic genre? Is it prophetic? Yeah, it's like it's kind of mixed with like, is it epistolary? Like, is it just like giving instructions?
1: Yeah, it's kind of all those things. And yeah, you're totally right. Like Daniel
0: has like all of those elements. It mm-hmm.
1: seems. So, yeah, and you know, yeah. there's all these, these talks about kingdoms, and it's like, is is that like big final kingdom, Rome, or is that America or China, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, or is it like more of an idea than like an actual kingdom? Mm-hmm. And so anyways, Daniel four, we are continuing on in the very strange on again, off again relationship of Nebuchadnezzar with the God of Israel um, and the most high God, the only true God. And this is a funny passage. So there's a few interesting things. First of all, Nebuchadnezzar, it switches to his perspective, mm-hmm. um, which I actually haven't researched this, so shame on me. This is the uninspired words of Will Carlisle, but I would assume was more of a poetic device or literary you know, approach of the author um, rather than King Nebuchadnezzar actually contributing to the canon. But uh, take that as my word and not God's. But regardless, it switches over to Nebuchadnezzar's uh, voice. speaking in the first person. And for the third or fourth time, we have this phrase, all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell on the earth. That should really, really perk our ears up that Daniel, the book of Daniel, keeps going back to that phrase. Mm. Because, um, you know, if you read the prophet Isaiah, If you read much of scripture, we'll find this motif of all nations, tribes, tongues, Mm -hmm. and people groups. So, Speaking of revelation, like we just said. Revelation. Revelation And and what's interesting in Daniel is sometimes those all peoples, nations, and languages are being commended to worship God. Sometimes they're being commended to worship the image of Nebuchadnezzar Mm -hmm. or what have you. Mm -hmm. So we have that little motif again. And then... Nebuchadnezzar sings a praise and worship song in verse 3. How might how great are his signs, how mighty his wonders, his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his domain endures from generation to generation. Which you know, if someone were to give you or me that verse on a piece of paper and tell us to guess where it came from in the Bible, I would definitely go like somewhere in the Psalms. Yeah. And uh nope, Daniel 4. And it's Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> but then he goes into this so he he kind of comes out of his song and he starts telling the story. I ne, Nebuchadnezzar was at ease in my house, prospering in my palace. And he begins to talk about this dream. Um uh, I love the phrasing in the ESV. The fancies and visions of my head alarmed me. It's very like Disney sounding. Yeah. And awesome. So, you know, these fancies and visions alarm him as one does and <laughs> then uh he, he goes and gets Belteshazzar, aka our buddy Daniel, who has been very helpful to Nebuchadnezzar in the past. Mm. And what's interesting though, is that Nebuchadnezzar, he, he talks about, first of all, how, kind of proudly how uh, Daniel Belteshazzar has been renamed after his God, after Nebuchadnezzar's God, not after mm-hmm. Daniel's God. Mm-hmm. And so, and then that he is filled with the spirit of the holy God's plural, mm-hmm. and so there's clearly this uh you know sort of polytheistic view where it's like nebuchadnezzar is is cool with the God of Israel, it seems, but he's in council with all these other gods and mm-hmm. kind of equal to mm-hmm. it is how he's functioning here mm-hmm. and so he goes and gets Daniel and it tells him this interesting tr- uh, this interesting dream of this tree, this big lofty tree. I was imagining the tree of life from the animal kingdom mm. um the big tree in the middle with all the animals carved into it. so it's like this big 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 mighty tree that has you know all the birds nesting in it it its fruit feeds all of mankind very 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 similar image to the tree of life in the book of Revelation Mm -hmm. very similar so that should make our ears perk up as well so then he just tells us the story of this dream or this tree being cut down and then um, this curse to act like a beast uh, over the person that tree represents I guess Mm -hmm. so Jerry I've been flapping my jaws and and blowing wind over here (laughs) And the people want me to shut up, and they really want to know what does Jeremy Brooks, <laughs> the the elite college pastor of Christ Covenant, what what does Jeremy Brooks make of this passage? I prefer to be called Varsity. Varsity.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's such a interesting passage. Um, you know, one of the things I was just remembering is the, and I'm sure you've talked some about like, you know, this is like while well, Israel's in exile. Mm -hmm. And so it is just interesting to step back and look at like, oh man, like God is doing something Um, in a sense, like seeing his name be praised among like pagans, Mm -hmm. like nations that aren't Israel. Yeah. Like his name, like God has worked it so that his name is being praised and he's got this guy. Daniel like Mm -hmm. in the most wild place and Mm -hmm. just sometimes we maybe like forget about that because we're like deep into the story and it's like let's remember like what happened here like Abraham received his promises and like God did all these amazing things established his people and now his people are in exile but God's still at work uh, in his people and he's still doing a lot of the same things like through you all the nations of the earth we blessed right to Abraham Mm -hmm. and like and you know at least like, you know, we're not totally sure where the story is going with Nebuchadnezzar yet, but like we're seeing like, like you said already, like echoes of this, like all the families of the earth will be blessed, um, as the most high God works, Mm -hmm. uh, his people. And here we are, you know, God's got his man, (laughs) David or not David, but Daniel hanging out with King Nebuchadnezzar. And the other thing that stood out to me was just, Uh, you know Nebuchadnezzar's like none of my people know what is going on with this but he is very confident at least being portrayed to us as this great confidence in what Daniel is going to say Mm -hmm. Um, even though yeah he's like not talking in the way that Daniel probably would want him to like Daniel would not approve of the spirit of the holy gods probably but um, but nonetheless like there's this great confidence in what Daniel is going to say and this is of course like we're only seeing part one here so we're going to dig in and we haven't even read like the interpretation yet. But one of the things that I've, I've heard about um, with all this, that I think it'll be interesting to see, is this something that we're supposed to see? Mm. Is this, is this a connection that is going to get uh, fleshed out? And it's this tree is uh, the top reached to heaven, mm. invisible to the end of the earth. So it's this just massive tree, mm. um, this great tree. And there's a very similar verse, in Genesis 11 with the Tower of Babel. Mm. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves. And so I, I think that is an interesting little. It's paradigm. very
1: interesting. And you know, Babel is actually the birthplace of a city that would be called Babylon one day. Mm. So mm. runs in the family. It Runs in the family. So yeah, I think, the,
0: but you know, that's that's a great word to just like, hey, try try to be reading like all of Scripture because there'll be little things that you'll notice as you are um, are steeped in it that you might pass over, mm-hmm. and I think that some of these things are going to be significant um, as we get to hear more about this dream. So, Absolutely,
1: yeah. no, I, I completely agree, and you know, I think one of the interesting things is. That I keep saying. So I I mentioned that the tree that is mentioned here uh, seems very reminiscent and tied to the tree of life that we're going to see later. And then um, we also have this sort of tree imagery um, in the major prophets like Hmm. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. um, You know, the branch of David is talked about. Um, And so there's this idea that the new heavens and new earth, there's this big prosperous tree that's in old Testament prophecy and Mm. in the book of revelation Mm -hmm. looking forward. And then, you know, so there's kind of like, but obviously this tree in Daniel four is like a counterfeit. Like it it gets cut down Mm. and the tree itself becomes this wild beast, Mm -hmm. um, which is an interesting image and is given a beast's mind And, and, you know, just kind of ravages over the earth, um, looking for food and whatnot. And so it's, it's this mighty tree that just kind of becomes nothing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if we look back in the book of Daniel, we see this fiery furnace that is basically, it's a counterfeit hell. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's the place of punishment for failing to recognize the deity and authority of Nebuchadnezzar mm. and as it turns out you know there there is no deity there. Mm. And so there's some interesting and we could keep looking further and further into that within the book of Daniel. But and then as we talked about that all, all nations tribes and tongues sort of the language that's throughout the book there's this these counterfeit heaven and hell, counterfeit god and not god. And then it is continually uprooted by the reality of God Mm. and the reality of God's working. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow we will get into uh, our, our friend Daniel's interpretation of the stream and and what exactly is going to happen because of the stream. But for today, you know, I think that it's an interesting thing to be reminded of as God continues to work in very unexpected ways Mm -hmm. in Babylon, you know, he, he, he's not found in his temple in this book and he's not found speaking plainly to the people of Israel, but he's speaking in riddles to the King of Babylon mm-hmm. and using a few appointed men um, to bring about his will mm-hmm. among the nations. Yeah.
0: And the real, I love how you said a little se- a second ago about just like the reality of God. I think that's, that's one of the things that we do keep seeing is that God is, and we should take that, into consideration for even our own lives, even though we haven't gotten to the end of the vision and everything, but like the inevitability of God doing what God is going to do. Mm. Um, and his reality is, is reality. And so,
1: man, Jeremy, can you write a book one day called the inevitability of God? Cause that sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like the Tim Keller book that never got written. That oh, sounds amazing. Oh man. so dibs for Jeremy on that title for Jeremy Rooks published by Will Carlisle. Okay. For Jeremy Brooks, this is Will Carlisle, and we will see you tomorrow as we continue through Daniel 4 on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word.